The Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast is sponsored by Prairie Care. You know, going through the process of getting help with your mental health can be very overwhelming. I definitely know that from firsthand experience. Prairie Care can help guide you through it and get you in touch with the help that you need. They've been offering mental health services to all ages in the Twin Cities of Minnesota since 2005. Whether you're looking for clinical services, a specialty outpatient program, or a more intensive level of care like inpatient treatment, Prairie Care has you and your family covered. Visit prairie-care.com to learn more. That's prairie-care.com. Welcome in, my friends, to another episode here of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. My name is Brian Pyatt, and wonderful, as always, to have you here, however you're showing up. I always just feel this need to like take a nice deep breath as we... As we kind of arrive into this space, maybe that feels good for you over there. We don't do that enough. Just breathe in the moment and arrive. Um, looking forward to this episode today. Um, talking this week about this idea that life is not always instant oatmeal. That's what we're going to call it. Um we kind of have this perception that life is supposed to just be easy and it's supposed to be simple. It looks so easy for everybody else. Why is it not easy for me? Um, and we're going to kind of push back a little bit on, on that idea here today because that's not generally how most things work as much as we would kind of like them to work, to work that way. Um, and really leaning in and honoring that a lot of times r- the things in life that really, really, really mean the most to us are generally things that have taken a lot of time and investment and deep work. Um, and I did not come up with this topic today. Um, Dr. Anastasia Ristow came up with this. Um She is a licensed psychologist and the director of psychotherapeutics at Prairie Care. Um, Having her on here regularly on the podcast, I just always love sitting down with Dr. Ristow, and um, and this conversation definitely was no exception. So, hope, my friends, that there's something that um, that serves you from this conversation, and let's go ahead and begin. Enjoy. Welcome in. Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we're actually in person this time. Yes. Which feels nice. So good. So good. So good. So good. Yes. Um, for the for the purposes of this this episode, I I I should have actually prepared some oatmeal for us to eat <laughs> as we were recording. I happen this. to have some right down the hallway. <laughs> One moment. Turns out, <laughs> I actually I I don't know about you, but oatmeal is actually my go-to breakfast food. Yum. Every day. Do you do instant oatmeal or do you make it on a stove? You know what? I, I, funny enough, actually, I didn't even think about this. I ran out of my instant oats today. And mm. so I actually had to make it on the stove. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
some and, interesting symbolism ooh, I have there. Some questions, yeah. <laughs> um, but I always do the berries with the honey and the peanut butter. That's my jam. Yum. What would be on your perfect oatmeal? Mm, probably minus, well, minus the berries, I would do banana and peanut butter for sure. Love that. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter is really an important piece. Yeah, add yeah. some protein. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, why on earth are we talking about peanut butter? I don't know. And oatmeal. Um, because today's topic, I'm really excited to dive into this. This was a beautiful suggestion on your part. Life doesn't always come together like instant oatmeal as much as we would like to, to pretend or think that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, what about this topic kind of made you feel like this is something that you would want to talk about? Well, I was thinking about just, you know, I'm always actually thinking about what are the themes that I'm yeah. hearing in the clinical world in work with kids and families and adults, like what, what are the common threads that we're hearing a lot of? And there's certain things that are present kind of universally always. And then there are other certain things that come in waves um, and that we sometimes will see more than others. But I think these last couple of years, especially, it's just been sitting with me how often I see part of the struggle from a mental health standpoint um, seems to stem from this idea that we're seeing things happening in a certain way around us and we have this perception or this assumption of how that happened for that person or how their life is the way that we believe it is and that that shifts for the individual towards this space of blame or shame or guilt or frustration or anger that fuels some of the mental health challenges of like, Mm. why is it that everybody else has fill in the blank and I don't, it's so easy for them. Why is it so hard for me? So as I I would think about these kinds of things, um, I tend to think in analogies or at least I tend to talk about things in analogies just because it's so so much easier to relate to and like make sense of and my visual mind anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was thinking about it and it, and it sort of clicked for me. Like, you know, I went through this, this, well, I still occasionally do phase of oatmeal. I don't have oatmeal every morning for breakfast. I kind of, I'm, I'm a little weird. I'll do things like the same thing for a week, maybe two, and then I get tired of it and then I'll shift and I'll do the same thing for a week or two. And then, yeah. Nice. So, you know, I've had phases where I'll do instant oatmeal and I've even done the instant oatmeals where it's literally like this great convenient pack that you rip open the top, you pour it in the bowl, then you fill the pack, like the the thing itself with water, Yep. throw it in the microwave, done. You know, some of them have high fiber, higher protein, like all the things that you want for a balanced meal. So it's super simple. So I might not even need to add the banana or the peanut butter or the berries Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nuts is another thing that I sometimes like to add, like pumpkin seeds or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that. And um, that's what it seems like the, the temptation for so many of us is when we see other people or other lives or other situations, whether it's on TV, mm-hmm. on Netflix, on social media, on whatever, or in real life, the people around us, we seem to have this like 
layered belief that it's as simple for them as yeah. opening the packet, putting it in the bowl, adding a little water, pushing a minute and a half on the microwave, and it's done. Yeah. But the alternative to that is stovetop oatmeal, mm-hmm. you know, and there's variations of that that take even longer, steel cutouts or whatever, you know, but... Yeah. um. I was thinking about that, and yeah, instant oatmeal is great. It's convenient. It's fast. It tastes okay. You know, sometimes it tastes better than others, whatever. Gets you gets the job done, right? Mm-hmm. But when I take oatmeal from the can, the bag, the bag, the box, whatever, and I go through all that I need to go through to make it on the stovetop, yes, it takes more time. Mm-hmm. But when I take the time with intention to decide how much I'm going to have, am I going to use water or milk? I'm going to measure it out. I'm going to tend to that oatmeal, make sure that I'm doing the right amount of time so I don't overcook it and get this like dried up blob Mm -hmm. or overboil it and end up ruining the whole thing. I get to decide, do I want to add some different layers of seasoning or taste to this with different options that I have in my kitchen. I get to decide all of these things. Um, And yes, it takes a little bit longer, but when it's done, I'm invested in a different way. So there's potential there that I'm going to not only enjoy the experience on a whole different level, but that I'm also going to be able to feel a whole different range of thoughts and emotions connected to that. Yeah. So good. So I think about that with life and oh my gosh. Yep. And as we were kind of sitting here talking about this before we hit record, so many different areas that you can apply this kind of a, a metaphor to. Mm-hmm. My mind right away went to relationships. Mm-hmm. Career could be one of those things. Mm-hmm. These, these aren't things that as much as we live in a society that likes to kind of feed this narrative that if you just do this, then everything will be perfect and solved. That isn't the reality most of the time of yeah. the situation. Yeah. You know, that there, there's um, oftentimes a lot of resistance to those things or there's a lot of stuff that can come up within the journey towards those things that we're looking to create, whatever they might be. Mm-hmm. And yet that investment and that time and that intention and that care that you talk about um, there can be some really beautiful things on the other side of that that maybe wouldn't have happened if it was just an instant situation. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, even if you think about um, the mistakes that you might make along the way, the goofs, the hiccups, Mm. the the falls, the, you know, Mm -hmm. like if we continue with the oatmeal analogy, I mean, there's, there may be times where I screw up that oatmeal pretty bad and I have to kind of deal with that and either I start over or I figure out how to adjust yeah. and become okay with it the way that it is being different from how I expected. Yeah. But again, there's such value in that. Um, I think relationships is such a good example of how this applies so many times Um You know, and it's not even just people who are receiving a mental health service or whatnot. It's like this is so, so common across the board for so many of us. We see what looks like, 
other people falling in love all the time or yeah. other people in relationships in a way that we wish we could have. And it looks so instant. It looks so easy. Mm-hmm. Why does it just happen for them? And we think that it's as simple as, oh, I need to wear different clothing or maybe I need to look different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's about my makeup or my hair or maybe it's about the shape of my body or maybe it's about... Yeah. You know, X, Y, or Z, whatever it might be, that, that that's the secret. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there is a secret. Yeah. You know, and then additionally, and I'm, I mean, not trying to say I'm an expert in relationships, but how wonderful to think about the possibility that it's worth experiencing all of the, trials and tribulations and like the time and the effort that goes into figuring yourself out, figuring out Mm -hmm. the other person, figuring out what that relationship can be, Mm -hmm. that it's worth being present in that and putting that time and intention in knowing that however it turns out, that's building the pathway for you further, you know? Yeah. And that illusion that there's the, I just got to find the perfect partner. Yeah. That's a whole other yeah. whole other podcast episode. <laughs> right. Um I I just think about what a what a beautiful just thing to bring up. And uh, you know, I'm thinking about all the people listening to this right now that are putting a lot of pressure on themselves in so many different areas of their life. And mm-hmm. if, you know, if those people are anything like me, there's a huge fixation on got to do it right. And I got to, you know, figure out the perfect way to do this, whether it's relationships or career or just being in the world. And there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. day in and day out when we step into this human experience and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And, and I just see this as like a really nice invitation to anybody listening out there that, um, you're doing the best you can. Yeah. You're doing the best you can right here in this moment who knows what it looks like. Sometimes we don't even really have any idea what it looks like and where we're going. And we feel like we're hanging upside down sometimes just mm-hmm. confused. And yet that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. And right. It's fact, not supposed to be an instant. Right. Yeah. I mean, almost the opposite. I, I think that's part of the the fallacy of instant is that we think we're supposed to know. Mm-hmm. How are we even supposed to know? How do we, actually know what the ideal relationship is like for us mm-hmm. until we're in it. Mm-hmm. And even then it's probably not what you imagine it is before you're in it. Yep. And sometimes you're in it and then you're out of it and then you realize, okay, I, I think I learned a lot from that or I need to go back to that or whatever, yeah. you know, but yep. I think that pressure for sure comes on so many levels. Career is another great Um, a great sort of category to think about or even people who are in high school and thinking about college or not college or like there's tremendous pressure to know Mm -hmm. like what their entire future is supposed to be but how are you supposed to know yeah you know and sometimes again you think you know you you know you're used to grabbing that instant thing and it just kind of happens but Maybe halfway through, you realize you don't actually like that flavor of the oatmeal anyway, yeah. and there's something else out there. You know, and I know um, when I think about you know how to how to kind of 
break down and offer up some things to people to, you know, so if it's not, not this instant, da, 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 you know, X plus Y equals Z kind of an equation all the time. Um, how do we live kind of in that maybe more ambiguous space of letting it be a more gradual, confusing, messy process at times that we don't even know where we're headed sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I guess one thing that really comes up for me is, you know, at least what's helpful I know, I've found is just really trying to break things down day by day, moment by moment. What are the things that I'm doing each and every day to take care of my body, my mind, my spirit, like all the things, mm -hmm. um, and letting that maybe be more of a guidepost through a lot of this stuff. And I love, you, you were talking about a really, really powerful analogy when it comes to actually learning how to kind of retrain our mind mm -hmm. and, and developing some of those new neural pathways and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, could you share that with all, with everybody listening? Yeah. And this kind of grew out of the idea of like when we slow down and allow ourselves to to know that doing things the longer way or the harder way is uh -huh. worth it, that can feel overwhelming um, and or just not doable depending yeah. on the day or the hour. For sure. Right? The moment. The moment. <laughs> and sometimes it really, you know, sometimes it's about the big picture and having a vision, even if we know that vision might not be the end all vision that we, you know, things may go very different, but other times it's really about dialing it way in and, and thinking step by step, mm -hmm. piece by piece. And every small bit absolutely matters and adds up. And at the same time, every small bit doesn't matter at all. I yeah. don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but like we don't need to have pressure of like, I'm going to take a step and if this doesn't go well, that's it. I screwed up. You know, like, n no, that the step and whatever it needs to be will be what it needs to be. And it's going to have value for you. Yeah. But sometimes we can feel it can feel like, OK, I'm taking all these small steps and I feel like nothing's happening. Where is the change? Like, I'm not seeing the results that I thought mm -hmm. I would see. It's so frustrating. Um, and you know, sometimes you hear things like, well, consistency is the name of the game or persistence is the way to go, you know, and all of that. And that that's great and all, but it's hard to make sense of why that is. Mm -hmm. And how do we know that all of those things are adding up if we're not seeing anything obvious on the outside? So, you know, dialing it in even further, brains are kind of amazing. Yeah, they are. And they're always changing. Like we have a lot more impact on our brains and our, our neurology than we might think. Our brains are what we would call malleable, like clay or Play-Doh, you know, not necessarily the shape, but yeah. we can grow or ungrow different parts of our brain to change literally how we function. So when we're doing something, we're trying to make a bigger change and we're dialing it into like more small steps. The reason the repetition matters is that the more frequently we do something, the more likely our brain is to develop a clear pathway to make that thing become easier, to make it become more automatic so that we have to think less about doing it. Mm -hmm. Riding your bike, learning how to ride your bike the first many times is extremely hard, sometimes yeah. results in not great things, you know, but the more you do it, the more automatic it becomes. You have to think less about pedaling and balancing and then next thing you know, you can ride no handed and, you know, yeah. with another kid on the seat or whatever. Um, so the analogy I like to use to think about neuropathways and how 
that all happens to allow brain growth, to allow some of the more obvious things to begin to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think many Midwesterners can understand this, but the analogy is like sledding or cross-country skiing. Both, I think, are applicable here. So if you think about it and somebody says, oh my gosh, it just snowed. We had a massive snow yesterday. I cannot wait to go sledding or I can't wait to go cross-country skiing. On the surface, it feels like the perfect time Mm -hmm. to get out there and do those things. But what most people will find or know is you get to the top of that sledding hill are you going to choose the side of the hill that has the fresh snow that hasn't been used yet? Mm. If you want the thrill and like the automatic wee, or are you going to choose the side of the hill that's already had a bunch of people go down it yeah. and, and has started to create some sort of pathway there? If you want the quick, you know, super fun, slick ride down that hill, you're going to choose the side that's already been slid down. Yeah. So, our brains and the neural pathways that we develop are kind of like that when we're building a new skill or trying to make change happen. Mm-hmm. And we've been functioning a certain way for our entire life. Yeah. Our brain, those neural pathways that have to do with that way of functioning are the well slid on side of the hill. Mm-hmm. They happen fairly automatically. You mm-hmm. just get up and go, get up and go. And it, it just happens automatically Mm -hmm. to create that new pathway requires intention. I'm going to purposely shift gears here. I'm going to move my sled to this other side of the hill. Mm -hmm. And when I go down the first time, my expectations are going to be not quite met. I'm probably going to feel pretty bummed Mm -hmm. because it's clunky. It's messy. It's hard. It's hard. It's slower. Yeah. Like it's not as thrilling. But if I get back up to that top of that hill and with intention put that sled back into that same pathway and head back down, second time down is going to be a little bit better. Might not mm. feel a ton better on the obvious side, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a little bit better. And each time you repeat that, you're going to go faster and faster and faster. And pretty soon you get yeah. that exhilarating ride without too much effort at all. Mm-hmm. And now you don't even have to think about it. Yeah you're probably not even having to choose which side of the hill you're going to sled on because now mm-hmm. you've got this new pathway that you love. Yeah. And what a, what a great reminder just kind of gives that, that tangible reason that change is so, so hard. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> you know, and why, and yeah. why we can know something about, Hey, I want to, I want to show up differently um, in this way, or I want to develop this habit or I want to do this differently we can know that and yet doing the thing feels so, so hard because of how ingrained it is within our, within ourselves, within our minds, within our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, it's fun to go in the powder. And it it's is. also really presents its own unique set of challenges. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're probably going to get sprayed quite a bit with that powder and get a little bit of wet, Yeah, a little bit messy. Yeah. That's so good. But afterwards, when you're done, what are you going to talk about? You're probably going to talk about, oh, my gosh, did you see that one time when the snow like sprayed all over me and I got soaking wet? That was hilarious. For sure. You know, so then, I mean, there's that, too. There's that retrospect, like looking back on it, you can see things so much more obvious than when you're in it, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And brain growth is like that. Any type of growth and progress, like progression is like that. When we're in it, it's hard to feel it. It's hard to see it. Mm -hmm. 
other people may see it before we do. Yeah. Um, but many times it just takes that accumulation yeah. uh, to build. And part of that is because all the internal stuff has to happen. Yeah. And I, and what I love about that too, is that there's no right or wrong decision, right? Like whether you go down the path of that, everybody else has been going down or you mm-hmm. decide to go down the, the powder path, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, no right or wrong decision, right? But maybe helps you understand why the, 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 the direction of going where you don't normally go, like that helps to explain why it might feel really hard. Yeah. doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It just means, hey, your brain isn't used to doing that. Yeah. And did that other side of the hill come into the world with a path already created? Mm. No. No. Somebody had to make the first move and somebody had to like take those steps to, to start something different, to start something fresh. And I yeah. guess I mentioned that kind of getting us back to this idea of the instant, like we might look at somebody else and think they're doing what I want to do someday. Mm-hmm. How do I get to be that? And then when in six months it hasn't happened, mm-hmm. we grow frustrated or mad at ourselves or depressed or, all the things um, and we maybe give up or decide it's not meant to be, or it's my fault. I'm never going to get there when what we don't know is maybe that person got there over the series of hundreds and hundreds of small steps, small steps over the course of years. Yeah. And don't you find too that, or maybe I should, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, it's all in the small steps. At least for me, to, if I try to zoom out too mm-hmm. much, I'm like, my mind is really, really good at zooming out mm-hmm. and, and you know, wanting to, I can see really clearly what I want to create. And yet I, that, that really trips me up if I get too big picture, right? Yep. But if I can zoom into what are, in this moment, what is a good decision for me to move myself in the direction of my values and what's important to me or what would be something that would really help you know, soothe my nervous system in this moment. Like it's really these like moment by moment decisions that I think actually end up leading us in the direction that we want to go. And the direction that we go might look totally different than what we actually first had in mind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess, you know, how often do you hear people, it's a little more trendy nowadays. People will say it's about the journey, Mm -hmm. not the final destination or enjoy the ride. And I truly like, I fully believe that. And that's, I think what you're saying is Mm -hmm. sometimes it's much more about those micro steps or like inching your way through that gives us all of the enriching, amazing, beautiful, tasty things of life. Mm -hmm. And when we get there, whatever there is, even if it's different from where we would have expected at the beginning of whatever that journey is, the there part might not be as everything that we thought it would be. And it might really still be about the journey. I mean, sometimes people yeah. get there and, and it becomes about what's next. Yeah. And it's not about like, oh, okay, I'm done. Totally. I mean, that's kind of human nature too yeah. for many of us. Well, and that's part of it, right? Is it's, yeah, we're never, 
we kind of think we're all striving for this destination where things are perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is more about the journey. Perfect would be boring. Yeah. It would. It would. As we start to, to kind of wind down here a little bit, I think so many different ways and directions that we, that we can go with this, obviously. But um, I think one of the most beautiful things that, that you've said today that really resonates with me is just this idea that the best things often, right, the things that, that mean the most to us in our life tend to be the things that are not necessarily automatic, mm-hmm. but things that we've really invested in and we've gone through some stuff with and we've sat in some really uncomfortable spaces with. Mm-hmm. Um, those things really do tend to sit at a different space within ourselves. Don't you find? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's, I yeah, I think at the core and I, I'm just trying to think, how do we help ourselves remember this when we're in it? Mm-hmm. Cause that's, I think the real challenge, mm-hmm. but at, at the core, if we can just know when things are hard and not going the way that we expect and requiring more time and more effort and more energy than we think it should, mm-hmm. because it seems like everybody else has it happening faster or more automatically for them. And then we get in our head and all the things, right? Know. Like if we can in those moments somehow remind ourselves that this is exactly what it's about, mm-hmm. that that time and that effort and that energy that we're pouring into whatever the thing is, yeah. that, that that makes it so much more enriching, so much more fulfilling, so much more inspiring and invigorating in the end. Mm -hmm. If it's easy, when we get there, it just becomes like another, another day, another dollar, like another notch on whatever, like it might feel like that's what we want. But when we, if you think about those things in your life that have happened pretty easily, Mm that's something that you really thought you wanted and then you got it and you were like, oh, <laughs> now what? Now what, right? And then like, it's just it the next It turns thing. into the now what, which again is I think the flavor and beauty of being humans. But yep. when you've had to fight for it or work for it or struggle through and put the time in, when you find yourself now in a space that's better than before or in a tomorrow Mm. that's more enriched than the day before and closer towards feeling some sense of accomplishment or fulfillment or whatever, um, that's going to give you, it's going to fuel your life and your soul and your spirit in such a different way and, and much more long-term, you know, like it's, it's so worth it. And if somebody listening to this right now is is in it and is in the intensity of whatever it is that they're going through and it feels really messy and, you know, kind of in one of those spaces that we talked about, what's something they can do for themselves right now mm. to maneuver it? I mean, I think find a source that you trust, somebody that you can be real around and have some real conversation about what their experiences have been like. If you don't have mm-hmm. somebody like that, do some research, look to see what the reality is mm-hmm. underneath. 
the surface of what's out there. Um, seek um, ways to recharge your battery a little bit, to pause mm-hmm. and gift yourself something that um, will help sustain you through the, the tough things. So some self-care, some even just pausing mm-hmm. To breathe and know that this space that you're in is exactly where you're supposed to be. And as hard as it may feel, it's it's taking you somewhere. Yeah, It's there for, for a reason. Um, and I don't mean that to like discount how hard it can be. Yeah. It's just you might not know it right now, but you could blink and something will be different in the ways that you need it to be different to move mm-hmm. one micro step further in that journey. One in it. step at a time. One step at a time. And the, and I think the biggest um, secret of all is that none of us have any idea what the heck we're doing. Correct. Most of the time. <laughs> Correct. We're all making it up. Aren't we? And can yeah. we just embrace that? For a little bit. Doesn't that just kind of feel good to embrace that? I mean, it can be really freeing. And thank goodness. Oh like, my gosh. I don't, there is no secret out there. There is no magic. There is, nobody no. knows all of the things. And we wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. It's the spice of life to have all of these yep. things that we're constantly having to figure out. Embracing the spice. Yeah. And moving with it the best that we can. And don't get sucked into the deception. The surface is not what it seems. So true. Like if it feels like everybody else or these people have this or that or whatever, Mm -hmm. or they have this like they look so happy or they look so perfect or everything is exactly the way that I would want it to be. I promise you it's not what it seems. I know. And they too don't know what they're doing. They're just figuring so it out one true. step because at a time. Because we're all programmed and we're all trying to appear like we have all of our shit together on the outside. Yep. And so it's, yeah, it, it just is this wicked cycle of we all look like we're good most of the time. Well, some of us, I some mean, of us, some of us. On the, depends on the day. Depends on the day. <laughs> but, but but we I, don't. We don't have our shit together and that's okay. Totally. Let's just be in it together. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. As always. Thank for, you. Um, for, for joining the podcast. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again next month. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. A big, big thank you, as always, to Dr. Ristow for, for joining me here on the podcast. Um, if you have not had a chance to go back and listen, I've had her on the the podcast previously. Most recently, I had her on um, to talk about embracing all the contrasts of life. Um, you can go back and listen to that if you haven't had a, a chance to listen to it yet. So we journey ahead, my friends. Um, as always, take what serves you from this conversation, let it absorb and just go ahead and leave the rest right here. And one moment at a time being gentle with ourselves every step of the way. And we'll talk soon. Much love. Also, just a reminder that this podcast is not meant to replace work with a therapist. And so if you feel you need it, 
encourage you to reach out to a trained mental health professional. All right, we'll talk soon.